Welcome to the Career Medis Podcast. I am your host, Masad Ahmed, uh, the founder and editor of the blog CareerMedis.com. And this podcast will be the beginning of the day in the life of a series, a series of interviews where I'll be conducting with uh, individuals from different walks of life, from different careers. The reason I'm creating this is um, for anyone looking into a particular field or industry, there are always unanswered questions. Questions about what is required to get into a particular job or career or industry, uh, what a typical day looks like for that job type, what an ideal career looks like, what is a career path, and uh, also what are some of the things to watch out for. After listening to these podcasts or these episodes, you, the listener, will get a clearer idea on a particular job type or a career type. For today's episode, I'm speaking with a marketing manager. And our guest's name is Arnav Rahman. Just a quick epilogue to the interview. Arnav will be sharing his experience in marketing in today's digital world and also advice for those who want to get into the field of marketing. So now let's listen to the interview I conducted with Arnav Rahman about a day in the life of a marketing manager. This is uh, welcome to the Career Medis podcast. How how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you, Nisar. How's it going? It's good. It's good. It's uh, I think uh, I mean it's I I I'm from Toronto, so we've had a long long winter. Uh, so the sun is out, so can't complain. That's what everyone in Canada hopes for. Yeah, for sure. I totally feel you. What about you? Do what about you? How's your day going? Uh, so far, so good. Also enjoying the uh, beautiful summertime, which is very rare in Canada as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. You know, it's it's funny because Canada is a country that is uh, that has that's heavily populated by immigrants, right? They come from all parts of the world. Uh, everybody comes. Uh, everybody comes to Canada for um, a good life. But I think a lot of people don't know about the long winters unless they land here. Then they realize, oh wow, this is how it is. So I think I think over time we get used to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as a game of thrones, you know, winter winter is always coming in Canada. Okay, so uh, are you a Game of Thrones fan? Uh yeah, for sure. I'm definitely, I'm definitely a Game of fans. Game of Thrones, sorry, Game of Thrones geek. You know what? That's that's interesting. So maybe one of the, I mean, uh, the whole point of this conversation is to. Uh, Arnav, you're a marketing manager, you're a marketing professional, so I wanted to learn a lot about a day in the life of a marketing professional. But uh, since you mentioned Game of Thrones, uh, I think I'll come back to this question at the end. Uh, what's a lesson someone can learn from Game of Thrones? But I'll ask that question at the end. It's always okay, good sure. because it's it's a popular show, and yeah. I find that people, people uh, uh, like... Uh, answers like that for example one of the things i always read about when the show breaking bad was big was almost every website you went it was how to become a manager like walter white from breaking bad or what career lessons you can take from people and those type of articles got a lot of views and a lot of traction i think people relate to them better so exactly yeah so yeah so i'll I'll put that as a seed uh at the beginning of the conversation i'll come back to that since you mentioned game of thrones uh, I'm sure anybody who's listening who's a Game of Thrones fan, they would they would necessarily they would necessarily definitely enjoy that. Um, so uh, as I mentioned, so why don't we do this? So Arnav, first of all, uh, uh, you are I think I, instead of me doing 
an introduction of yourself. It'll be it, it won't do justice. So why don't you quickly to the listeners quickly introduce yourself? So um everybody hi my name is uh, Arnav and uh, I'm a marketing manager at an up and coming tech company. Wonderful. So a marketing manager. I mean. Um, so you meant, first of all, you mentioned it's a technical company. So is it is it more of a digital marketing manager, or do you handle the full aspects of marketing for the company? Well, the main focus is digital marketing as well as some outbound marketing as well. Um, we don't do a lot of traditional stuff like you know newspapers or or traditional billboard advertising. It's mostly online. Okay. So uh, one of the things I have a question that anybody who would be interested in getting into marketing is what does a day-to-day look like? I mean, what does the role of a marketing manager entail? The role of a marketing manager is pretty much to help execute the overall strategy. So a marketing manager, it's um, it's not quite the CMO or, or the marketing director who actually helps to oversee the overall strategy of the company and the initiatives. Uh, marketing managers do help in the planning process. But uh, the real goal is actually the execution of the day-to-day strategy. So actually implementing your paid ads, actually implementing the email marketing campaign, or doing the customer analysis. So it's more of the it's more about the execution. That makes sense. So it's uh, it's all, everything that is in, involved um, in in the actual tactics, what to do. The strategy is. What do you want to do? And tactics is doing those things. That's that's the way I've remembered by listening to one of the podcasts I listen to. I love marketing, and they say you know strategy is what you do before, and tactics is how we do that. So uh, is that the same thing? Are we talking about the same thing here? Uh, yeah, that's more or less the uh, the same thing. Like strategy is kind of like getting good lay of the land and sort of like determining objectives, and tactics is the actual day to day actual implementation. And, um, you know, once I'm talking about this anyway, once I've noticed is that more often than not, it shouldn't be, you know, strategy first and then all tactic. I think you should have an overall strategy first and then based on the feedback you get from your tactics, then go back and reassess your overall strategy. So it should be more of a symbiotic process than, you know, all upfront planning, like all upfront planning and then just executing. Hope that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Both go hand in hand. I like the word yeah. symbiotic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, marketing manager sounds like a lot of responsibilities. So, uh, the first question, uh, I mean, the next question I have is, how does one go about becoming a marketing manager? Let's say somebody uh, listening to this, they, they like what they have heard so far, and they want they want to choose that as a career path. How does one go about doing uh, becoming one? Um, there's uh, kind of a cop-out answer, but there's many ways to go, to, to go about it. Um, I'd say, like, uh, the best path would just be to actually start off at an entry-level marketing position first. So that could be mm-hmm. as an analyst or, like, a marketing assistant or somebody who, who helps out with, uh, you know, even as a marketing intern, just to understand whether or not there's something that you enjoy doing. And mm-hmm. I think once you've actually, you know, been at that level where you've actually done a lot of the work, and you have understanding of how marketing campaigns are actually set and then executed, then show how competent you are. You know, take the initiative, help help you know help your marketing managers or your marketing directors with their campaigns. And once you see that you have a certain level of talent, take you take the initiative to actually you know ask for more tasks, more authority, and eventually ask for that higher position. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, I mean, just to clarify, so start off uh, at an entry-level position in a company, observe and quick, uh, quickly learn as much as you can, uh, help someone who's already in that role, and over time, uh, someone can move up to become a marketing manager. Did I summarize that properly? Yep, yep, that, that's definitely the, the gist of it. So it requires, obviously, you have to take the initiative and actually, yeah. you know, be able to actually ask for the position, like, don't always expect them to just give you that 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 managerial position. You have to demonstrate competence, and once you demonstrate that competence, you then have to take the initiative to actually ask hmm. for that position. Yeah, that, that, that's interesting. I think that applies for. Uh, wouldn't you agree that applies for a lot of the positions, right? I, I don't think we live in an age. If you go back to the industrial age, everything was based on tenure, right? If you move up, you put in your time for let's say X number of years, you move up the chain, uh, but this is more of a meritocracy. So based on the, based on what you put in, the results you generate for the company, uh, and the more visible you are, you move up. Exactly, I mean, I mean, there's a really terrible idea that maybe will have that involves, you know, paying your dues. And obviously I'm not mm-hmm. saying you, you shouldn't spend many years working hard and developing your craft. There's certainly something to it, but don't yeah. just expect that if I work X amount of years, somebody's going to notice me and then I will get a promotion. Unfortunately, it does mm-hmm. not work that way, and you might be working for a long time without seeing any results. Mm-hmm. The, the smarter way to do it would be to actually, you know, actually use strategy to get the kind of job you want, and that involves showing, you know, showing talent, but at the same time, understanding how to have the courage to ask for what you want mm-hmm. and not waiting around too long. Right, because if you look at the most successful people on the planet, they are very smart in terms of how they actually approach getting that dream job or that dream business, and it always involves going against the orthodoxy and like swing up, uh-huh. swing against the stream to find the quickest, most efficient way to get what they want. Mm. Very interesting. I think uh, as you were saying that, I mean, uh, I, 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 you mentioned strategy to get the job and being an unorth- uh, being unorthodox. So I know you personally, and I know, uh, I mean, this is going to tie in to my next question, and I'm sure others listening to this have the same question, is does someone need to have a degree? Let, I mean, marketing is offered in many universities as, as a major. Uh, how, I mean, for example, if you want to become a doctor, if you want to become a lawyer, yes, you have to go to a school, get a degree in that particular field. How does it work for marketing? Um, well, marketing, yeah, exactly, as you said, if you want to be a doctor, you definitely have to go to medical school. Yeah. For marketing and business positions, it's not really as necessary to have a business or marketing degree, although it does help if you have it, because mm-hmm. at the very least, you know, you, you have some basic understanding of how these things work. But um, I'm actually a psychology major, so it, it, it's not only directly tied to marketing and, uh, and business, but the reason I was able to get into it was actually was very fascinated by persuasion and, and human cognitive psychology and how that affects people's buying decisions. And that's what actually drove me to marketing in the first place. Um, although you don't necessarily need to have a, a marketing or business degree. That's actually a key point, right? Because that's like a two, two I mean, there are some relation, there is a, there is a indirect relationship between human psychology and marketing because marketing is all about uh, tapping into the people's desires and needs and helping them w- walk through that process. But 
I mean, very rarely, I mean, it's still at the end of the day, it's two different tangents and you were able to uh, uh, move from a psychology major to marketing. So, uh, I mean, that's fascinating because there's a lot of people still have the misconception you need to have a marketing degree to get a marketing job or a marketing career. So uh, how did you, I mean, it it sounds fascinating. How did you go about jumping through that hurdle? For me, um, one thing I realized is that all employers, the, the, the degree is not so much important as like the, the speak of the degree is almost like an entry just to see whether or not they actually have a basic understanding of it. Mm-hmm. So basically, the way I worked around that was actually started working on some projects on the side. So I built my own websites. Um, you know, I learned how to do good online marketing, blogging, social media. So I kind of self-taught myself these marketing skill sets, but as a side project during university so that when mm-hmm. it actually came to applying for a marketing job, I explained to them, yes, I don't have a degree in it, but I do have these side projects in which I learned these marketing skills. So I learned how to do email campaigns. I learned how to do SEO and analytics. And I did all this through my side projects. So what's mm-hmm. important is that you have to demonstrate intent and expertise, but there's other ways of demonstrating that expertise without having a particular degree. So, mm-hmm. Once I was able to, you know, once I've had those art projects completed, I printed them out, I explained how it worked, and uh, then I began to actually just uh, start handing on my resume. Uh, as a lot of people have done this before, you know, you, you see a job posting online, you hand in resume after resume, and I tried this for several months with very little success. And as I learned more about the hiring process, I learned that, you know, in many cases, these online application places are kind of like finding a pot of gold. Like, it's very difficult to actually get an interview from them. So rather than trying the strategy of just applying to job openings that are already out there, which I'm competing against, you know, possibly thousands of other people for, instead I decided to actually email CEOs of marketing and technology companies asking for a cup of coffee. So uh, I wasn't asking for a job, but exactly. I was asking, hey, um, I know you guys are very successful. I'm a young, um, a young, young guy trying to break into digital marketing. Uh, would you mind just grabbing coffee with me for a couple of minutes? I'd love to hear you out. And uh, obviously a lot of people said no, but uh, I got, I, I got uh, one woman who was the founder of a company I'm currently working for, and she agreed to have coffee with me. So um, I brought my resume. I brought all my tasks, and I started talking to her about, you know, here's, here's my skill set, here's my situation. Um, I'm sorry if I was a little bit misleading and, and trying to get this call for you, but I, I'm really interested in working for your company, and I do have the experience for it. Would you mind just taking a look at uh, my portfolio? Um, she was nice enough to take a look, and uh, yeah, I got hired a week later. Wow, uh, that and that's something. I mean, that story is so exciting because um, you just went totally against the norm, right? And you're totally correct. What we most people do is they search for websites that post jobs, and then they apply and they hope they get an interview. Uh, actually, before that, they hope somebody will look at the resume or a computer looks at the resume, then get an interview and go through the process. And uh, I think what he did very well here, and which is totally different, and uh, I think more people should try the strategy. Uh, it takes a little bit of courage because you're, do, you're going against the norm, but it's very creative and it gets people's attention. You met them for coffee, you showed them what you have done before. And I think one of the things, like in terms of soft skills, a lot of employers look for as initiative, right? 
you you did not wait for someone to call you. You made the call. You set up the meeting. So that is a key key uh, career skill. No matter um, what position you have, people like that. Uh, so the, I mean, employers like that. So kudos to you. Great job. And uh, so the company you're working right now is that how you uh, got the got the off uh, got the job or is this was it this something happened in the past? I don't know. So like um. Obviously, you know, once once she agreed to hire me, I wasn't immediately marketing manager. Uh, they started okay. me off on a, a three month just internship basis just to see whether or not I was a good fit or whether or not you know, I could actually back up what I was talking about. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah so once you know, once I had that, once once I got my foot in, I, I worked my butt off to actually demonstrate talent. And mm-hmm. I, once again, I took a lot of initiative. I went above and beyond, and I tried to really help that company grow. And mm-hmm. then you know, a couple, couple of months later, eventually, I decided to actually you know, take on more responsibility. Slowly but surely, I kind of talked my way into having a marketing manager position where I could then oversee the major major marketing initiative. Wow. Yeah. Uh, congrats on your recent promotion then. Uh, yeah. And, and first, uh, going back, congrats on how we got the job. But uh, it goes back to something you mentioned, right? You, you start off as an entry-level position. In your case, you started as an internship position or you had to yeah. really uh, prove yourself. And the company sounds like saw what you did. Uh, you demonstrated results, and here you are as a marketing manager. You basically shortcut. Uh, you this is like a career hack right here for those listening. Yeah, um, I think I saw that. Yeah, that's 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 a great story. Um, so now you're becoming a marketing manager. I'm sure you. Uh, what what does the career path look like? Like so you I, so. If I could draw this out linearly, uh, start off as an entry-level position, then move up to marketing manager. But what does the ideal career path look like for someone like you or someone who's interested in listening in a marketing career? Sure. Um, uh, First of all, (laughs) there really isn't like an ideal career. I mean, there's a lot of variation within marketing, but if I had to give the overall structure, I'd say have entry level, then you have like middle level, then you have um, the upper level. So entry level would be, you know, you could come off as a, you know, digital researcher, you know, marketing assistant, um, you know, some kind of marketing intern. And then afterwards, middle tour is more like, you know, the the marketing manager or a higher level analyst, uh, something similar to that. And then the upper levels of the marketing career would be, you know, being the CMO or being a marketing director or, or something similar to that. And and that's pretty much the overall structure behind it. And um, yeah, and there's so many different subfields as well. I mean, you could specialize in research only. You could specialize in, you know, certain types of outbound marketing. You could specialize in, in, in the traditional advertising with billboards and TV. So even within that structure, there's a lot of different branches that you can pursue. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Um, I, you, you brought some important point, and I want to use this as a segue uh, into the whole concept of marketing itself, right? Uh, I think uh, you're, you're the expert on this call, so I'll ask you. Uh, when most people, including myself, listen to marketing, you get a little bit intimidated or confused because marketing could mean everything, anything, right? Um, it could mean print, as you mentioned, billboards. Then, of course, you have digital. And within digital, you have so many different variations. You have you know, Google, AdWords, uh, Facebook, uh, now Snapchat, and ev- everything. So, um, so I mean, how how would like would somebody if somebody wanted to get into this field, uh, 
would they would you recommend they choose one specific niche or they get an understanding overall um, so what do you think will help them better my suggestion is that when you're first starting out try out everything initially just to get a taste of the different tactics strategies platforms and kind of see where your strengths and talents lie and once you sort of like you know survey the land and, and kind of an understanding of the overall marketing techniques out there focus on a handful that you feel you're more passionate about and that you could excel in but at the same time mm-hmm. also make sure you have at the very least I recommend have a cursory understanding of other strategies so at the very least, you can outsource to people who are better than you at it, but you uh-huh. yourself should focus on, you know, a handful of core marketing activities that can really, really help you shine and stand out. And one uh-huh. thing I'll say is that, you know, we live in a time of rapid change. So, you know, social media platforms, you know, change. Snapchat wasn't even around like five, six years ago, but now it's, it's having a huge impact. So uh-huh. even these social media platforms can change very quickly. But what I'd recommend is to focus on principles rather than getting swept up in the zeitgeist of whatever social media tactic is the most popular. And, and mm-hmm. when I mean principles, I mean, understand the fact that marketing and sales, when it really comes down to it, it's about understanding people and understanding human psychology. And that stays relatively stable and has stayed mm-hmm. relatively stable for hundreds of years. So if you can keep that in mind, understand the fact that it's all about people, understand their psychology, understand their mm-hmm. needs and concerns, then you can sort of adapt, you know, different marketing techniques and social media platforms to get your objective done. Hope mm, that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense, right? Like, you, it is important to have different facets. Uh, I mean, it's important to understand everything um, and also build on what works for you, right? Um, one of the guys, especially comes to marketing, I, I subscribe to read a lot is Neil Patel. Have you heard of Neil Patel? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan as well. He, he, he's absolutely brilliant. Everyone, yeah, he, even he, if you're not in marketing, check him out. Yeah, he, he, one thing I like about him is he, I mean, he specializes in content marketing, but he gives you insights about, hey, how to do Facebook ads better, how to do, uh, not even ads, like how to do Facebook marketing, LinkedIn, uh, Snapchat, Instagram. He's like the mass. When you look at him, he's like the jack of all trades. He's done it himself, but he gives insights about everything. Now, what do you do? But when I read, when someone like me, when I read that, I think, oh, okay, um, uh, this is where I can specialize, right? For example, for my website, Career Metas, um, uh, something like Instagram does, may not necessarily work. Uh, something like LinkedIn or even just uh, blog works very better, or even podcasting works better. Yeah. So uh, then, then you start focusing on those things. So yeah, that's a that's a good insight. Um, uh, thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, and yeah, if there's any uh, you know um, people getting into marketing or they have their own blog or their own website, um, initially it can feel daunting. You know, some say do SEO, you have to do Facebook, you have to do LinkedIn, you have to do. You really don't have to do 90% of the marketing techniques out there, as long mm-hmm. as you focus on maybe 10% that is relevant to your audience and relevant mm-hmm. to your business, you can do extremely well. So right. um, yeah, so get a little land and get 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 like an overall understanding of it, and then focus on the most important. Yeah, that that that's a good advice. Focus on the key ten percent rather than just everything else out there. So yeah, yeah that's a good advice. Um, so uh, one question I wanted to ask is, uh, you, you sound very knowledgeable of marketing. You sound very passionate. Uh, what do you enjoy most? Um, 
like I know you enjoy marketing itself, the psychology, but what do you enjoy? What are like top few things that you enjoy about what do you do? Well, what I really enjoy is um, I'm very entrepreneurial in my mindset, and eventually I would like to hopefully start my own own business one day. And mm-hmm. what I love about my position is the fact that I get to actually build marketing campaigns and test them out and see what works and what doesn't. I think that's one of the great advantages of having a job is that it's not just about getting a salary, but it's about actually getting paid to learn valuable skills. And I love the fact that I'm learning relevant skills of how to you know build a brand, how to get your message out there, how to better understand your audience. Like these skill set will help me for, you know, almost for a lot of different things that I like to do eventually down the road. And um, I love the challenge of actually implementing tactics and getting things done. And we can talk mm-hmm. about strategy and ideas until we're blue in the face, but ultimately you have to actually get these things done and challenge your assumptions. And it's mm-hmm. humbling because uh, you might think that, you know, one one audience will be better for your product than the other. But then once you get the data back, you realize, no, your assumptions were wrong. And it's humbling to realize that, you know, you will be wrong a lot of the times. And you just have to keep testing and experimenting and tweaking until you figure out the right strategy to get more customers or to get more clients or to make your campaign work. And I enjoy the challenge of, you know, that that constant refining of processes, that constant, you know, adjusting and fixing and tweaking until you get a perfect marketing machine interesting I, I love the testing part right I, I i know this this might sound silly but i think that i think your job gives you the flexibility to do that i think i think as humans we learn by trial and error heuristic learning but a doctor cannot let's say a doctor cannot do that or even a lawyer cannot do that because they'll be in trouble imagine a doctor trying <laughs> to figure out yeah. cutting someone's heart they have yeah. to have a set process so I know having that flexibility gives you that freedom. And I think a lot of people enjoy that freedom. So that's a good point. I know that's a very terrible analogy, but I think you get the point. No, absolutely. Obviously, like, you know, depending on the stakes as well, right? Obviously, I'm not saying, you know, spend $2 million on this marketing campaign and see what happens. Like, you have to use your intelligence when it comes to testing and experimentation, of course. There are caveats to it. And as you said, like, for doctors, yes, absolutely. For human patients, I'll be a lot more careful. But I think where doctors really get the test, during medical school is on, you know, either on, you know, like maybe on frogs or on pigs or or something else. And, and now with uh, VR, more and more doctors will start to actually do it, you know, virtually to actually start practicing with it. So testing experimentation is is great for any field, but obviously some fields you have to be more careful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a good point. Um, So obviously you told us uh, about um, what you enjoy the most. Uh, I'm sure every job has some type of challenges. So for yourself and also for the people listening, um, because it's not always, no matter what you do, it's not always rosy. There's always some challenges. What are some of the challenges on a day-to-day basis or or in general for for someone in marketing? The real challenge is just the incredible pace. I don't think it's limited to marketing only, but I'd say it's the incredible pace of change, right? Um, you know, every year mm-hmm. you have different software, different tools, different strategies. And, uh, you know, the internet has made it easier than before for other people to set up their own businesses. And on one hand, mm-hmm. this is great if you're, if, if you want to, you know, do your own thing, but at the same time, the competition is also much higher than it's ever been before. And it's becoming harder and harder to get the attention of customers as are not as effective. And you have to find ways to actually make them more, more palatable to to audiences. 
So yeah, it's the level of competition and level of change. Like the marketing tactics are changing every two, three years. Like what might have worked, you know, four years ago on Google, I will get you banned now, right? So what might have worked with Facebook ads before are we're not going to work anymore. They're a lot more expensive. So things are changing at such a rapid pace that uh, mm-hmm. marketers, a lot of marketers are struggling to actually keep up. Mm-hmm. That, that That is so true. That is so true. And I think... Uh, especially with marketing and technology, uh, that is more evident, right? There's so much changes. Uh, as you mentioned, Snapchat was not around a few years ago. Uh, now there's something else that has come up. Periscope has come up. People will t- figure out how to market on that. Things are all changing. And we've all heard about Friendster, MySpace many years ago. They are no longer there. So imagine all the people who build their businesses and skill sets around that. They had to start learning new things. So um, I think that is that is also like a... It's like a it's like a double-edged sword, right? Uh, it it uh, it has its benefits because it keeps you on your feet. You enjoy the challenge, but also it it could become a little bit cha- it, the challenge itself is keeping up. Yeah. So one question I wanted to uh, ask uh, before the end is I mentioned this at the beginning. Uh, you mentioned Game of Thrones. Sounds like you're a Game of Thrones fan, uh, and you mentioned you made some parallel comments. So. What what is a mark? What is some type of a marketing lesson uh, someone can learn from the Game of Thrones show? Well, one thing you definitely learn. It, it, it may not necessarily be a marketing thing, but one thing I really really liked about the uh, Game of Thrones is that nobody is truly innocent in the Game of Thrones. Um, all the families, all the houses, they have a certain dark side, but they also have positives as well. And I think one thing I like about that, it's very true to human nature and, and what human beings are after in in life. So, yeah, it's just great to keep in mind. For me, it's, it's, it's such a great exploration of just the human mindset and, and what power and money and, and, and desire does to people and, and how it makes them do terrible things. So for me, it's, just, it's a really great analysis of, of human nature especially when it comes to acquiring power. And I think huh. as and in any career, right, um, there are elements, you know, of that when you're trying to find your job. So obviously, you know, people in modern times, at least in like Western democracies, we're not cutting each other's heads off for power or anything like that. But there certainly <laughs> is, you know, politics in the office. There, there certainly are people who will try to walk over for you or, or who will try to advance their own position at your expense. And it's important to have that, understanding of human nature as you're, you're navigating your corporate life. Because as talented mm-hmm. as you might be, if you don't have that social, if you don't have those social skills and, you know, that, that, that social intelligence to be able to actually navigate office politics and, and get the type of job you want, then you'll mm-hmm. have a very difficult time rising up a ladder and, and getting what you want in life. You know that, that 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 brings up an important point because you you you're talking about the human or the soft skills, right? And um, a lot of people are very good at their technical skills. And I I worked I have had a short stint in uh, as a career in recruiting, and lo- I've met candidates who are extremely extremely good at uh, the, their jobs, whether it's ma- whether it's marketing or graphic design or techno technology specific technology, but I think. Uh, that definitely helps because it shows someone that you can do the job. You're, you're competent. However, the soft skills is something many people overlook. 
uh, how to talk to people, how to deal with people, uh, regardless which company you work for, there is some type of a politics and how to deal with that. So that definitely, that's a great, uh, g- great point. And uh, to be honest, I, I I haven't watched a lot of Game of Thrones. Now you, now I'm a little bit excited to go and watch more and observe all those lessons. Oh, I highly recommend it. Um, the author, George R. R. Martin, he's actually a real student of history. Um, especially, you know, The Prince by Niccolo Machiavelli. Uh, he studied a lot of, like, you know, Game of Thrones basically, a lot of it's based on real history. That's been, you know, just uh, rearranged and some names have been changed, but some of the events are actually, you know, word for word from history itself. So there's definitely a lot of lessons there for people who are, you know, who are curious about, about that kind of stuff. No, interesting. Yeah, thanks for the comment. So, uh... Yeah, uh, so th- thanks for that. And uh, now we'll get back uh, to the questions that we already discussed. So that was, uh, uh, I don't know, thanks for touching back on Game of Thrones. I'm sure the Game of Thrones fans will be happy to hear that. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, one final question, Arnav. Uh, we're coming very close to the 30-minute mark here. Uh, f- one final question. What advice, uh, as a marketing professional, as a marketing manager yourself, what advice would you give to someone who's interested in getting into the career? What I would say is you have to have a sense of curiosity and, and self-experimentation. Now, what I mean is that you could read as much as you want about marketing techniques and strategies, but the implementation is very different. So if this is something you really do want to get better at, try your best to actually set up little side projects just to like test your knowledge. So, Maybe mm-hmm. have a little online course that you, that you want to sell or maybe a little blog that you're building up and just see if you can learn how to actually make that little side project grow. So mm-hmm. that project will be a vehicle through which you can learn online marketing at a much faster rate. So, for example, let's say, you know, an example would be, let's say I'm setting up a, a I'll, I'll use your example. Let's say you're doing a career blog, right? If that's a project that you're working on, uh, that one project will force you to learn, you know, content writing. It'll force you to learn SEO. It'll force you to learn branding and social media. And through that project, you can learn a lot more. So that's what I recommend. It's like have some side projects. Really be curious. Always read. Stay on top of things. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, love love experimentation. Well, thanks. Yeah, definitely. That is uh, some. I mean, I think that's a great advice, right? Just try it out. Take a bite and uh, see if it is for you. And if it is for you, at least you have proven that this is something that you enjoy. So that's a, that's a great advice. So Arnav, uh, thank yeah. you very much for your time. Thanks for answering all the questions. And uh, yeah, no if, the listeners, if the listeners wanted to get in touch with you after, I'll definitely post, uh, post this on the site and on iTunes and all that. But uh, if they wanted to get in touch with you, and let's say someone listens to this, they want to get into marketing, they want to reach out to you, how, how, how can they do that? Um, yeah, sure. If you want to reach me out, uh, you can reach me out at, at Twitter. Uh, at uh, at Arnav Rahman. Okay. Wonderful. So yeah, I'll I'll, see, I'll definitely include that in the link uh, when this is published. So Arnav, thank you very much. Thanks for your time. Yeah. And no uh, yeah, thanks for the insights. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And uh, and for all the listeners, I hope uh, you've got some great insights about a day to day in what happens in the life of a marketing manager, how to become one, and also how to build a career in marketing. Thanks, Arnav. Thanks, folks, for listening to this episode of A Day in the Life of a Marketing Manager. 
I've written a summary of the things that Arnav has mentioned during the interview and I've uh, added it as part of a blog post on my website. If you liked what you heard, feel free to subscribe to the Career Medis podcast on iTunes. And for more content, ideas, tips, resources, uh, go to careermedis.com. If you enjoyed the episode and also learned something new, feel free to post a comment or a review or a review. And if you really loved it, definitely, definitely go ahead and share the episode uh, on your social media feeds. Until next time, this is Nisar Ahmed, your host for the Career Medis Podcast. Thank you.